0: Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast, featuring The Lauren Goodwin Show.
1: Hey guys, welcome in. You're now tuned into The Lauren Goodwin Show. How's everybody doing? Feeling? Getting through quarantine all
0: right? Amanda, how are you? I'm doing great. Happy to be here. Another week. (laughs) I'm excited. Another week of this podcast. (laughs) Yes this is like week
1: 13 I believe
0: I think so that's crazy time goes by so fast
1: I know it's been like the quarantine podcast we've been doing this like the whole time we've been kind of locked up so I've been reading this book called breaking the habit of being yourself I'm actually only into the introduction but it is so good like it gives you step-by-step process of how to change your thinking and the way that you move and how everything is like everything in our minds is about what we see on a daily basis and you know social media we talked about that before amanda but it really gives you a how-to on how to change your thinking and gives you all of the facts behind it like he did a ton of research and is backed by scientific research so I think it's great so far, and I already feel a difference um, just by reading it. So I highly recommend that to anybody who um, needs a good read during quarantine or just in general. And it kind of goes along with the quote today. Eventually, um, we're going to do a podcast over the book once I complete it, and then just talk about you know the changes that I feel overall. But this quote for today is, life has a tendency to provide a person with what they need in order to grow. Our belief what we value in life, provide the roadmap roadmap for the type of life that we experience. A period of personal unhappiness reveals that our values are misplaced and we are on the wrong path. Unless a person changes their values and their ideas, they will continue to experience discontentment by Kilroy J. Oldster. And for me, I think this means a lot because Obviously, everybody has expectations of what they want their life to be like or who that they want to, who they want to be, who they're modeling their life after, Uh, like have a vision for the future of just everything. I think everybody at some point has had one. And this quote encompasses everything that you can kind of do. The book applies for you, um, but everything that you can do to change your values and ideas, so that you can experience a more happy, content life. And I just feel like with playing sports and just how like my family is, there's so many expectations all the time. And just for sports in general, you have to be at a certain level to be able to make it, or um, you have to put in a certain amount of work. And that goes for pretty much anything, just even a job that you're doing. You have to do the work in order to be successful. And I think getting caught up in that a lot and that's just what the life that I've lived and now that I'm like in a transition phase I feel like it's just been time to look at life a little bit differently and so I really appreciate this quote for going in more detail on how to change your values and ideas Um, I think it's really important for people everywhere to take a step back especially in quarantine you've got a lot more time than you usually would you're at home to change your thoughts change your mind in the way that you've been thinking um, and change it to a positive mindset
0: yeah uh, (laughs) you know it's like i feel like in the past six months that we've been in quarantine and also i've been going through a pretty transitional period in my life as well doing that going from being in high school to moving on up and becoming an adult as was in the midst of a global pandemic, I've had a lot of time and going through this transition, transitional phase, I've learned a lot, I've seen a lot. And like, I look at this quote and I it's incredible because, you know, it says life has a tendency to provide a person with what they need. And sometimes what you need, it's not giving you something, it's taking something away. And Lauren, I don't know if you agree with me on here, but sometimes the same way things appear in our life to help better ourselves and better our path, is the same way things are taken away from our life in order to like negative things are taken away from our life in order for us to grow and continue down that path
1: I couldn't agree more I could not agree more with this uh and it's when you think of this you're thinking of okay so I have to change my mindset and be more positive and that's just how I viewed it but now that's opening up a whole other avenue in my mind because yeah and sometimes it's not ideal or something that you see for yourself and maybe it could be a person or a thing or on um, a life that you could see so clearly something and maybe it not even turn out to be that and just because like God has a plan for more and for something different and you may not see it now but eventually in due time you'll see why things are going the way that they are or why um, God's removing people or things from your life.
0: Absolutely, absolutely and we don't, we don't know what that path going to look like because we don't have the foresight to understand why things are happening and why there's new things coming into our life and things being taken away. But we have to trust in that process and trust that that roadmap is going to guide us down the right path.
1: Right. And I think letting go of those expectations of yourself and just living life in the, in the now. Because I think we can get caught up on, okay, so in five years, I'm going to be here in and, and 10 years. I'll be here. And basically setting up our life for what, it, what we want it to be like, especially with jobs and, and people. Um, and last week we talked about how like, people and things are variable, like they change. Um, and so to kind of put a, be looking so far forward that you don't even realize or recognize things that are right in front of you is something we all do and can really benefit from this quote and, um, you have to read it kind of over and over to really understand everything that it's saying.
0: Yeah, because there's like so many different aspects to this quote and you just said something. It reminded me of something I read a few days ago. I don't remember where I saw it exactly, but it basically explains how a lot of people, and I think it's it's important and it's it's a big deal to have like those goals in life that you want to achieve. Like you said, in five years, I see myself doing this. In 10 years, I see myself doing that. And it's good to have those goals and those expectations because you can work towards that and it motivates you because you want to get there. But it's like the more you plan out your life and the more you try to set these boundaries, you know, you're sort of like locking yourself into these boundaries and life doesn't always go the way we want it to go, which is why, like I said, we have to trust in that roadmap. We have to trust in the way that life works out because it doesn't always work out the way we want it to or the way we plan it to. Everything can turn in a full 180 and something happens that you didn't plan for, you didn't foresee, you didn't expect, but it ends up being something for the better. And it it helps your journey and it goes more with your roadmap and helps you down the line than what you thought was going to help you.
1: Yeah, and the quote says, a period of personal unhappiness reveals that our values are misplaced and we're on the wrong path. So it takes being in a situation that maybe you never even expected to be in. Um, a lot of people in quarantine going through different things, it takes that to reveal like, maybe you're not on the right path if everything went right all the time you would never even know if you're supposed to be doing what you're doing at the current moment because everything's going great so this is what I'm supposed to be doing but no that's not always the case so um, if there's something deterring you off your path or changing your five-year ten-year plan it's probably because you're not supposed to be doing that and maybe that's um, just a lesson for now and you go through everything for a reason so it's something to help you get to the next step or next phase in your life. And it's not even completely a negative thing uh, because you're growing and learning from each experience and applying it um, in the future.
0: And I think this pandemic has a lot of, it's allowed a lot of people, the tongue twister, (laughs) it's allowed a lot of people to sort of put their life into retrospect and understand and sort of take that step back, like you said earlier, and really analyze and see why we're going through what we're going through
1: right? And at the end, it says, unless a person changes their values and ideas, they will continue to experience discontentment. So this is a daily thing that you have to do. So the book talks about you have to make a constant effort to change the way that you think. So if every time something doesn't go your way, you quit, obviously, the next time and the time after that, and every time something doesn't go your way, you're going to quit. And so to change that mind frame, you have to, in that moment when it When something hurts or when something is horrible or you just want to be done with the situation or out of it, you have to take a step back, take time, gather your thoughts and try to push through it and get through whatever it is that you're going through because that's how you're going to grow into the next phase of your life. And it's so hard, I know, to put in that much effort to something daily because, I mean, there's so many things surrounding us. There's so many things that we can do. We can go see a movie. We can, you know, a lot of things just to fill our time. So to take time out of your day to meditate, the book talks a lot about meditating um, and gives you like a process and the how to meditate so that you are not, uh, I'm sure a lot of people have tried to meditate and like for two minutes and for a minute and 30, you're thinking about what you're going to eat or something like irrelevant. (laughs) And my mind is always like, going a thousand miles per hour. So I think of so many different things Um, when I'm meditating and even praying, like just whenever you're trying to gather your thoughts and and your mind into one thing, it's really hard to to focus. And so the book tells you like step-by-step how to gather those thoughts. And it's a constant effort, just like anything else with sports or a job, like you do it over and over and over consistently. And eventually, you'll get to where you want to be. So that's just where I am with that. With that, And I meditated before, but I never put an emphasis to do it every day. Um, so just like I practice every day for sports, I'm going to try to transition to meditate. And um, I already do yoga, but meditate every day. So we have some questions from people around the world. And the first question is, how is the social climate in Texas? So this is from... Jay from Vancouver. I would say that the social climate in Texas is, it seems like when you're walking around outside, you wouldn't know what's going on in the world. That's why I am really thankful for social media in that way. And uh, because the news is, is, I don't know, it's diff- whatever news station you're watching is going to sway you one way or the other. But social media, you see it all um, and you see videos, you see exactly what happened and not just clips uh, from the incident. So I felt like in Texas, when you're walking around outside you're not really i mean experiencing what's going on in other places where recently people have been killed i would say it's completely different then or completely different there just because of everything going on but uh a couple months ago i do remember people being at the mall and Looting and people were protesting outside. There was a huge press protest for George Floyd, and the social climate I actually used to work for the security company and and be in that car. And it was actually really scary because people um, would see me and you know be like,, um, you know, whatever the cops, we don't like the cops. So it was it was a lot worse, I would say months ago, but now a lot better. Oh, next question. Will you live in Texas forever? Great question. Um, I, would, I would like I wouldn't mind living in Texas forever like I do really enjoy it my family lives here I've always lived here and I really like Houston a lot Dallas too, Austin even would be fine because I have friends out there but I also wouldn't mind moving um, Atlanta maybe or Cali or New York Miami like a big big city places with a lot of people I wouldn't
0: mind Miami would. Love to have you. <laughs> you said what? Miami would love to have you.
1: <laughs> I mean, I would love Miami. And I, I know people out there too. So that would be great. Let me see. What is your favorite snack? So I actually, <laughs> I have one in my hand. You could hear that. Um, oatmeal cream pies are my favorite snack. I know how bad they are, you guys, for you, but can't help what you love. <laughs> what do they tell you can't help who you love
0: <laughs> i love these snacks what about you amanda what's your favorite snack that is so tough because i like love food and i know that sounds cliche and that's like a cool quirky thing that i really enjoy food but if i had to like a go-to snack i would have to honestly say carrots and ranch i love carrots so much and I've loved carrots for as long as I can remember I've been eating carrots since I was really little and I just really enjoy like if I ever want to have something and I don't want to eat something bad especially like I've been trying to watch what I eat during this quarantine it's been tough because it's easy to just grab whatever's in the pantry and just eat anything but I really enjoy eating carrots and that's so weird because a lot of people don't like vegetables and even at a young age, like most of my friends were eating chips and cookies and stuff, and while I like that too, I loved eating carrots a lot.
1: That is wild. I've never heard somebody say they love carrots. I mean, I do eat carrots with ranch; it's tasty, but <laughs> um, fruit snacks, things of that nature, <laughs> fruit snacks <laughs> are a lot better.
0: Fruit snacks are pretty good, and you know it's funny because there's like this whole myth about carrots. If you eat carrots, it makes your eyesight better. And that always encouraged me to eat carrots even more because I was like, I want good eyesight. But now I wear glasses and I look in retrospect and I sort of, (laughs) that a lot of my family members and friends, you talk to them and it's like, yeah, I I love carrots. I love eating carrots and we all have glasses. But then my brother who hates carrots and plays video games and, you know, I think he focuses eyes more on a screen than I do. He has perfect vision.
1: Wow. That's usually how it goes. Yep. (laughs) So the myth, it is a myth, people. And what everybody has thought up to now, sorry, carrots do not help your vision. (laughs) (laughs) Next question, how many times do you work out a day? Uh, Depends. Mostly two times a day. So I will lift and run and play basketball. I guess that's 30. But one of them, weights and uh, running are usually together. And then I play basketball as well. So twice. Do you have to do you work out, Amanda?
0: I struggle trying to even work out once a day, Lauren. <laughs> I see Instagram stories and I see you working out to the max. I'm like, man, I wish I had just like the dedication to do it. And during like peak quarantine, I would go out for walks every single day to do something because we it was just stuck at home and there was not much to do. And I started going for walks and I enjoyed it, but it just like we stopped doing it and my mom and i were talking about it yesterday she's like we have to start walking again and i was like oh oh my gosh like to get into the groove of that again it's just so it's so dreadful but i i wish i could work out as much as you do i I don't have the stamina for it (laughs) and it's funny because i used to be a dancer and i used to be very active growing up we used to play outside run around and now i'm just like I, i i can't even see myself going outside because it's so hot here in miami the weather definitely doesn't help trying to work out outdoors the thought of going to a gym during a pandemic just boggles my mind because i can't imagine having to work out with a mask so it's like there's so many different factors and i'm just like you know what another day goes by and i don't work out but i have to get into the groove of it i really do
1: (laughs) yeah it's so important to work out but I get it because Texas is so hot, too, and I don't work out outside, and, like, I have access to a gym, so it's a little different, but if, uh, if I didn't, and I had to work out outside every day, ooh, it would be very, very hard for me,
0: so it's, I would, I
1: would okay. still do it, but I would,
0: have to, I would have to really push
1: myself to the, it's push myself to the limit.
0: And humid and hot, it's, it's those, even if it was a 30-minute walk, it was, we'd come back just drenched in sweat and sometimes we would go for an hour an hour and a half just because it was something different from our typical daily routine stuck in quarantine but yeah you, the Texas heat is pretty bad but it's I think the combination of the humidity here in Miami is what makes it really really bad but Lauren I mean I never asked questions during this little section what advice do you have to people trying to stick to a workout regimen and trying to like stay like do it diligently, not work out one day and then go three days without working out. Because I know that that's not good for your muscles either. You end up more sore towards the end if you take three days off, yeah. of out workout once or twice.
1: I would say find, there are so many people on Instagram and on the internet um, selling like workout plans and stuff. So it's like a complete plan of what you do daily. So it'll say like Monday will be your heavy day or hard day and you go through that, and then Tuesday will be a little lighter, and then Wednesday will be arms, or or whatever, so that um, when you're sticking with that, you have an overall plan, and if they come with, like, uh, food suggestions, so I know um, you can ask, like, what what should I be eating with this, and they will lay out, like whatever, whatever you eat on a consistent basis, they'll just add in things like add in carrots or a salad or take away a thing or two. So it kind of, it's kind of things that you already eat and not completely changing your diet. And then if you have both of those um, and you take like before pictures and you're working towards something and it's not just like you're going in the gym, so you don't feel like doing it, then you don't do it. If you have like a regimen and every day you can check on your phone or you've printed out something, then you're a lot more likely to stick to it because it's like you have something to read you have something to go by and it's not gonna be okay here's a workout plan just for one day it's for a week so this week um, maybe you maybe the program has like whoever created the program has gone through it and knows that um, it's it's super hard on Monday so then Tuesday is gonna be a lot lighter versus you going in there and killing yourself one day and then going the next day and then not wanting to do anything um, it's a complete plan food suggestions and things like that and I feel like yeah uh, you'll have a lot more chance of sticking to it versus just like trying to do it on your own even me having worked out my whole life it's still hard for me (laughs) to not like have if I didn't have a plan every day but yeah you guys so thank you so much for listening today Um, me and Amanda kind of went off the dome here we wanted to just have a conversation um, and just inspire with this quote I thought it was really important for the time being and for the future. So thank you all for tuning in to the Lauren the Show and we will see you next week. Well, you'll hear us next week. <laughs>
0: The views and opinions expressed on The Lauren Goodwin Show are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.